Hi, I'm Kerry Ellis and welcome back to Keep Calm and Carry On. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us again. I have a really special episode for you today. A dear, dear friend of mine. We met on a musical Sweet Charity. Actually, we met before that. We'd done a bunch of concerts together, but Sweet Charity was the first time we actually got to hang out and sit in the dressing room and chat and share stories. You will know her probably from being part of one of the biggest girl bands in the UK. But she's done endless things. Shrek, the musical. She's done Big, the musical. She's about to open in Sleepless in Seattle. And she's also been a presenter. She does a lot of concerts. I mean, I could go on about her forever. You are about to listen to my dear, dear friend, Kimberly Walsh. Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. It's so nice to talk to you. And especially at this crazy time when we're all shut in our houses with our kids. <laughs> Not out there being yeah. show busy and <laughs> and singing songs. Yes. Um, and I just, you know, I just wanted to chat to people and see how, how things are going and, and and talk about kind of the, the reality of our of our crazy business and perhaps some of the things that people don't hear about, the kind of downtime and these kind of times when we're we're at home and, and this is very apparent right now because we're all at home and people are kind of finding yeah. their outlet on social media and stuff, but Essentially, we're all at home and we're not being creative. And how are you doing? How is yeah. it affecting you? How are you getting on? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? It is It is a really funny one for me, this, because I was obviously rehearsing for a show. We were meant to open Sleepless That's right. literally like a week after the lockdown, um, Sleepless the Musical. So to be in that zone where you're all like gearing up to something, like putting on a show, you know what that's like. Yeah. And then to have that just like put dead. And then all of a sudden I'm like at home every day. It is very strange, like weird timing. Um, but you know what? The kids are absolutely loving it. So that's kind of getting me through. That's actually getting me through because I'm like, at least they are really grateful at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I am losing the plot ever so slightly at times. It's hard. It's hard keeping them entertained because I, I think, we're, especially as parents, we're kind of used to, you know, being leading those double lives and having the, those moments when we're at home and we're yeah. mum and we you know, we do everything and we keep them all active. And then you go and you do a job or you you do a concert or whatever you're doing. And it's almost like a little bit of a break. You have yeah. that time. And I think the kids do thrive when you're there yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think like we, you know, we are so privileged to do that kind of job. Like it isn't like a, a normal job. It doesn't feel like work. It's what we love. It's around usually lovely people mm. doing something creative and fun so it has made me appreciate what I do a lot more, actually. I feel like I'll be so excited when I eventually do get to go back on stage and, you know, record again, whatever it is. Um, it's, yeah, it's just like adjusting. Like you say, you kind of do obviously do both all the time. But I think for me, I was just worried, like, can I, like, keep them entertained the whole day, every day? Can I, like, not lose it? I need to, like, be the best version of myself. But I'm not getting any other kind of adult <laughs> conversation except obviously Justin. And Justin's like hiding away from me as much as possible because I think he knows that's the best way forward. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. I love it. Uh, so, so with, with Sleepless, uh, where, uh, what's, what's the plan with that? I mean, is that yeah. uh, that's such a tough time. I mean, it's such a crucial time as well yeah. when the show's just first opened and you, you've rehearsed and everybody's so excited and the press leading yeah. up to it. 
it's what's gonna happen yeah it's a crazy it was a crazy time for it to happen um but we're very lucky actually because we were just about to go into right. tech but we hadn't started tech well we did like half a day of tech and then we were like look there's no there's no point we need to just knock this on the head um but because we're at the Troubadour at Wembley, they haven't got another show oh, in okay. after us until like the end of the year. So we're in quite a good position where our team are kind of just like whenever it's safe for people to go back into the theatre, then we'll yeah. open then. And that's what we're going to have to do because, you know, we've all rehearsed the show. It's literally ready to go. We just need to tech it and then it'll be up and the set's built and everything. It's just all sat wow. there waiting for us. It's bizarre. I guess the only thing that it would be people's diaries if if people have stuff like in advance, you know, that can yeah. kind of because especially something that somebody like you. I mean, things. you do so much, and you're you have so many strings to it. You know, you do music, you do theatre, you do musicals, you do presenting, you do you know, you do so much. Yeah, it's not just theatre. Yeah, I think do you know what I think because of this, everything's kind of come to a halt. So I think it might work out okay. That everything, everything will just will move. Just... Yeah, everything will have to just like slot in here and there. And it's only a short run. So I think it it will be okay. But it's very weird because like the industry that we're in, like the TV side of stuff, they're all trying to come up with all these different formulas of TV shows they can make from home and all of this. Yeah. Um, and as much as like I do kind of want to stay in the loop, part of me just feels like, do you know what? I think I might just enjoy this time it's quite a weird yeah. but kind of special time and the kids are loving it and just think it's like a big summer holiday so I'm not really <laughs> gonna <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm not gonna seek out too much because I think you know I know there'll be stuff coming once this is all over and I just think it might be nice to just have a bit of time to chill are you pretty proactive like with what with what you look for like do you kind of think oh I fancy doing a new album or I fancy doing some presenting or I want to do a new musical or does it find you do you kind of wait for the phone or does it do you actively look for it um it's a bit of both really I think you know a lot of the time things come in and I can just make a decision on what that is whether it feels right or not I just really usually just have a good feeling whether it's something I should do um musicals are always tough for me because I find it really hard to do a long contract with my kids like I know it's the same for you you know you don't really do many of those anymore do you it's hard at the age they're at I think maybe as they get older it might be easier in a way um so I the shorter contracts are okay it's the longer ones that exactly I look out for the shorter ones basically and then my ears kind of prick up like oh maybe I can dip my toe back in for a while and then get back to normal um but yeah, and then if if things do get quiet, then I did then I start getting more proactive and start you know having like brainstorm meetings, thinking of ideas. Your brain just starts ticking over. But generally, I feel like the way it's kind of gone, things do sort of come along, and I just hopefully try and make the right decisions, and it all seems to work itself out in the end. Usually, yeah, because balancing a family life as well with with a career and with such a you have so many different things going on that must be that must be tricky do you actually put time in for like a family holiday or or do you if do you let the kind of work make that time for you or do you actually kind of plan so you Mm. do get a balance I um 
I think I always book holidays quite last minute because I just know that if <laughs> I do, it'll be like the best job will come in and it'll just be a drama. Um, but I will always still make sure that I have those holidays and I'm quite good at saying no if it feels like it's just not something that's worth, you know, missing a family holiday yeah, or yeah. missing a, a wedding or whatever it may be. So yeah, I do think I am quite, you know, careful to make sure that we do have enough family time and I do sometimes think like now with social media I think it almost looks like you're busier than you are because a lot of people yeah. that I see now that I chat to they're like oh you're everywhere you're doing this you're doing that and I'm like I'm actually not that busy like that only took like two hours and then I was home you know so I think sometimes it actually looks like you're busier than you are I feel like I, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm I like that I'm at home as a mom a lot more than I'm at work um, and that's why <laughs> I I'm generally so it feels longer. <laughs> it feels way longer. <laughs> it does feel longer. Yeah. It's definitely harder it's at home. Way it's way harder just, at home. I, I, it makes me give a whole new appreciation for kind of stay at home mums. I mean, I just, without my job, I think I, I and I adore my kids, but they are 90 miles, 100 miles an hour yes, the whole same. time. Same. <laughs> and and you, you with your boys, they're the same. You try to come up with these, like, all these ideas and every every single thing you come up with lasts like 10 minutes and you're like oh, yeah great that's another 10 minutes of the day past um although we are lucky though that our boys have got each other because I do feel like in this period I'd feel way more anxious if they didn't have another child around them because you'd feel like yeah. you've got to give that energy that a kid gives them which is yeah. hard like I'm absolutely knackered. I was like worried. Yeah. I was really worried I wouldn't be able to do like my 10,000 steps because I'm in the house. I'm like, I'm doing that easily every day, just running around after them. I know. I love watching you guys doing it because it looks like it's like parallel life. Yeah. Doing the Joe Wicks with the kids yeah. and just trying to keep them active and keep them entertained. So going, going back um, to where you kind of started out mm. and obviously, uh, you know girls allowed came quite early for you and, and you were very young yeah. did you see did you did you always have a plan well not that anybody has a plan yeah. but did you always have an idea or aspirations to be in theater or music or or did it all just kind of happen because of the show oh yeah no I started I kind of started a stage school when I was five yeah and me and my sister both started getting like TV acting work from a really young age and we got quite a bug for it in in like from like literally age five six and then um I, I think I was about nine when I kind of discovered how much I loved singing and then I did um Les Mis at the Palace played Cosette when I was 12 and I had just the bug then to to do theatre that's all I ever really wanted to do I didn't really have any desire to be a pop star at that stage um yeah. I just always wanted to be on stage and my dream was to you know be in the West End and I just kind of went a really long way around to get back to where yeah. where it started in a way because Girls Aloud kind of did give me you know you know the the vehicle to get back there which was I was really lucky actually because I missed going to theatre school because I got in the band so young but yeah I mean the, the band must have been an incredible training in itself. I mean, it, it you were kind of thrown and launched yeah. into like people's living rooms and and into a career that was incredible and that lasted and was you know yeah. blew people's minds. And 
dealing with that after, like coming out of that, because um, you you guys were in the band for for a long time. Yeah, like, and gosh, like fifteen years spread wow. over. Yeah, it's a long That's time. A long time, and to to deal with that level of success and then come out of it was that. Did that affect you in any way, or were you kind of ready? Were you ready to look for new things? Were you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you were coming out and starting a family and all those kind of things. Yeah. Finding. Well, I think for me, thankfully, we had a little like few hit year hiatus, and in that time, that's when I did my first West End musical. That's when I did Shrek. So that I didn't really stop working. Like every, I think some of the girls just took that time out, felt they really needed a break, and I just didn't really feel like that. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like I wanted to just crack on, keep going, like just try new things. So I did that, and then I did Strictly, Um, and then we got back together and did another tour. So I think for me, it was probably the easiest because I knew that I would probably just go back to the other stuff that I'd been doing. Yeah. Um, Had I not have had that other like avenue to go down I think it would have been really really different actually yeah really different um and I did know that I wanted to start a family as well and not be like traveling all over the country yeah. every day you know yeah. that is the hard thing but being in the band is definitely good grounding for just literally like grafting like yeah it's funny but when you speak to people like well you must get it all the time I do anytime you tell anybody that you're doing a show they're like oh how many shows is it and like they can't believe that you do eight shows a week and I'm like it's not that hard like yeah it is a graft but I'm I I think it is good when you're just used to not getting much sleep used to just plowing on yeah yeah um yeah, it's a different think, discipline, isn't it? I think yeah. musicals are very it different. Is. It is. It is different. It the is. restrictions, you're more restricted because you're playing a specific character in a specific show and telling a yeah. very uh, detailed story and you, you have less freedom than you have when you're when you're on your own kind of thing. Yeah. Do you look, are you, do you still look for kind of doing your own music do you kind of because you you've done your own albums and stuff do you still look for that or have you kind of ticked that box with the band and yeah do you know what I wouldn't I wouldn't have any desire to do any pop music unless it was obviously band related um but I love doing the musical album I actually love recording I do really love the environment of being in a little booth on my own and just like trying and pushing yourself like as far as you can and just seeing yeah. what you can achieve. So I do. I probably just enjoy doing it just for myself, to be honest. Maybe I should just set up a little room, set up a little broom cupboard in the house and do it for my own enjoyment. <laughs> you should, you should. Because I do you love should. recording. Maybe in lockdown. Yeah, my lockdown <laughs> album. <laughs> Wait for it, guys. We should do... Yeah, we should do what Gary Barlow's doing. Oh, doing yeah. Online duet. Let's do it. <laughs> Not lockdown duet. Let's do it. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll get uh, rehearsed up. Yeah. I know you're all enjoying me talking to Kim, but just let me take this moment to ask you to subscribe to the rest of our season because it's going to be brilliant. Oh, and also, if you fancy it, maybe give us a little five-star review because it really helps it reach other people at the Apple Podcast Store. Thanks so much. Uh, So, what I mean, what inspired me to do this this podcast, especially at the moment, was was to talk about um, when you have those really big moments like if you've been touring for a long time on a very big show or you've done an incredibly big performance or you've done a a long running musical and and you've been surrounded by or something like Strictly you know you've been surrounded very intense lots of amazing people 
there's a lot of um there's a lot of admiration there's a lot of excitement around yeah. people and then the aftermath of that the the coming out of that um I talk about it a lot with Brian actually we talk about coming off tour and then the the kind of the reality of 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 the coming home and and not the because we want to be with our family and we want to spend time but it's a very different thing and how how to deal with that emotionally and mentally is for me quite something very dramatic yeah and I just wanted to start the conversation about it and to talk to people you know celebrated people and people that are uh, are very um well established in their career and what they do and I know they will have been through these, yes. these moments and how they've dealt with it yeah um, have you been through that yeah no completely I get it every single time and I'm so kind of emotional and I also give like everything to people. I'm quite like, I don't hold very much back, which is not necessarily a good thing, but it's just how I am. So I feel like I like fall in love with the whole company every show that I do. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm never going to see you again. Um, same with Strictly. I felt like I was like completely depressed for like two weeks. It does happen literally every everything that you do. You, you're completely right. You get yeah. drawn into this bubble and it's kind of magical in a weird way. And then it's just like gone, done. But I think how I've dealt with it is knowing because it's happened as it will have done for you so many times that I just have to like allow myself to feel a little bit rubbish for those first few weeks until everything just starts to like settle and feel like normal again. Yeah, it's, it is a... It's a tough one because you you say exactly that because of the nature of the beast and we have to be, we have to be vulnerable. We have to kind of expose ourselves um, to people. So you have to gel with people so quickly that you do become, you become like a a unconventional family so quickly. And then to be ripped away from that is quite, it is quite hard. And I I think you get, you get conditioned to, to deal with it, but it's still very, very difficult and, and and certain moments and certain shows and performances have different have different levels of 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 reaction and what that you know how how much yeah, they scar you or what and I, I talking yeah. I spoke to Arlene Arlene Phillips uh, a little while ago about you know strictly and and how yeah. I think it's tough perhaps for some of the people some of the celebrities that haven't um, been in this industry at all like like the athletes or or um, uh, uh, somebody like a, a radio presenter yeah, or some, someone that's yeah, not yeah. in this environment to then have to to deal with that and then to come out of that must be kind of crazy and horrific. I can totally imagine it's way, way harder, as you say, for like sports people. Anyone who's really just not had that sort of feeling of being on stage and you know that that adrenaline rush to that level and then all of a sudden like you say it's taken away from them and then the bubbles burst really isn't yeah it? yeah I think it's really hard for people and people try to like cling on to it for as long as they can and I do get it yeah you sort of don't you don't want to let it go yeah but time time is always the the thing that kind of gets everything back on track and you sort of start to think but having said that I always feel like I do like stay in touch with people that have had like a big impact on my life yeah 
I just think it's nice to just check in with them every so often. Like, not that you're going to speak to them every day. Of course you're not, but they're never, like, gone. No, you're right. And and that's the joy of this industry. You do kind of, you meet them second time around. You kind of do meet people on different jobs, which is is lovely. And it's very comforting. You walk into a company of somebody that you know. It's really, it can be a a sound person or a company member. Yes. And that's that's really kind of comforting. Um, Yeah, it is. Did you feel, I mean, you, you, I think... You have an amazing family, you know, your boys and your, your husband and you're you're from a um a creative family as well. Your your sisters are yeah. creative as well. And I think does that help you are you close and does that help you kind of navigate those moments? Yeah, I think so. I think as well from do one part of it is doing it from such a young age that I think you just become really resilient to to those feelings. And yeah, I think, you know, I've seen through like my sisters they're both actresses and that's a really hard industry as well you know as you know same same as it is for us um and seeing like you know how hard it is to get work I think I'm always just quite grateful when I'm doing something that I enjoy and so Mm. I kind of try to just focus on the positives and not let it bring me down but yeah we 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 have helped each other through those times for sure like my older sister was in like a long running soap for like three or four years. Then it's weird. Like when you come out of something like that, it's like takes a while to adapt. And, you know, Amy's going to have that at some point. She's in Emmerdale now, my younger sister. And I'm like, whenever she finally decides to leave that, that'll be like a whole life changing thing. But you you just have to help each other through it. I think it's, it's just, it's different in other jobs because sometimes people will stay in a job for like 10 years, like longer. Mm. Ours are, you know, ours are usually not longer than a year. Yeah. When you do a musical, because of how, you know, profile you are and how people people know you, do you feel like for something like Shrek, for instance, I mean, it's your first massive yeah. one, and, and that with that comes a lot of responsibility and pressure. And yeah. Did you feel that because it was you in the show and people were essentially coming to see you in Shrek? Yeah. Did you feel those pressures? Did you feel it, yeah. you know, if you got tired and you went off? I mean, how, how um, was that? Like massively felt it. I never actually had a show off and I just, I probably should have done like, there was definitely times I was ill, but I was like, you know what? I can still get through it. So I'm just not going <laughs> to, I'm just not going to go off. <laughs> it might not be my finest hour, but I felt like <laughs> I'd rather like be there and, you know, do it all, do the best job that I can and not be on if just in case that particular day, like some fans had come from Scotland to see me or whatever it yeah. is. But not just that, you do feel pressure in general. It is different. I can't, I, I mean, it's hard for you to imagine, but because obviously you're so well known in what you do now as well. But I wonder if it feels really different to be unknown doing a show like that. It must it must feel like less pressure. Like literally, it's it's like you say, it's like, oh, that's Kimberly Walsh doing Fiona or whatever. But my kind of job, I suppose, is to hopefully make them forget that it's me and then they're not thinking about that the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes the pressure off of it. <laughs> that's good though. I like that. I like that you you know, you can, that's what we should do, isn't it? Focus on the, the job in, in hand as opposed to worry about, you know things that we can't control yeah but there are there definitely were like the odd like some days I'd be absolutely fine and then out of the blue I'd have like a weird day where it just all of a sudden felt like 
like it was way more important than it should have felt if you know what I mean and for that show I'd be like high anxiety and be like what is going on and then I'd shake it again for a while it's weird but I don't get it as much as I've got older I think more and more my nerves are getting a lot better than they were which I'm really grateful of actually because it just means you enjoy everything so much more yeah I agree I mean I think I think being a parent changes that as well because it gives you a it gives you another focus yeah you know we are our careers prior to that and still are you know it's super important and they're you know they're the focus of our life and those anxieties and those constant pressures on ourselves about being perfect all the time and being on our a game and delivering that incredible performance every time you go out I think is suddenly you give yourself allowance to be yourself on in, in that yeah. moment and kind of go it's okay it's yeah okay if I don't you know riff on that note exactly. I don't hit that no- it's it's okay yeah you know, I think the world's not going to stop don't they? they give you some perspective um yeah there's definitely like there would have been a time where I literally would have probably like lost sleep for a week if I had like a really bad show or even probably just one bad note whereas now I think I would actually find it quite funny and just be like do you know what <laughs> that was a moment everybody I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you had a great time or like I, on one of the shows in big I actually physically stacked it on stage and I like got my heel caught in my tights and I was on the floor and just the joy that it gave everybody oh. else I was like do you know what I'll take this one for the team oh that you in big oh you were brilliant in big it was it was just it was the, fun. yeah the it bit you fun. when you fall in the ball pit was just hilarious I mean <laughs> that stayed with me I mean probably just because I knew you but it did make me chuckle oh yeah that was my favorite bit of the show I love those moments though I mean they're just they're precious they, I think I've laughed they harder are. on stage than the, and when you're not meant to laugh you know than I, I ever know, had it's terrible isn't it's it it's the best thing ever it really makes it is a tonic but it's terrible and you can't see <laughs> it it's terrible it is terrible <laughs> oh my goodness um you do so many other things you do loads of charity work you give time you know to people in an incredibly busy balanced lifestyle with your family and your career you do a ton of of charity work is that again is that out of choice is that important to you to feel that you should give back or or use your status to to an advantage to give you know to give a voice to certain charities that don't get it yeah yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? I think, you know, it, it really doesn't usually take very much effort from me, apart from climbing Kilimanjaro. That was a lot of effort. I'm not, that I'm, not playing that. I'm not playing that one that, down, but the rest of the stuff. That was incredible. Yeah, but the rest of the stuff that I do is mainly just usually th- um, through, like, a relationship I've got with somebody. I, I, I get requests literally daily, so I feel like you have to choose wisely to a point because if you just give your name to every single charity it kind of just disperses it yeah yeah, it loses the value so it's hard um but at the end of the day it's really doing very little and helping them a lot just to raise awareness the majority of the time um so yeah just try to do what I can when it feels right and like yeah something that I feel connected to I guess yeah it's brilliant no it's great it's and I, I mean, whether that whether this is because I'm I'm into it and I see you do it and I think that's good and I and I relate <laughs> it. But um, you're quite into your fitness and you like to stay active and you know I see you kind of working out and and 
especially with a family trying having a bit of time for you yeah do you think that that's I, I mean is that is that kind of like your meditation is that your you moment is, do, do, yeah is that a conscious thing yeah I think I used to hate working out like in the so band I, I, I hated it in the band we, we were like we, we always tried to force ourselves to do it but we barely ever did it we were rubbish um but now since having kids I mean I never put too much pressure on myself after I've just had them I mean with Cole it took me till to be honest till he turned two to actually really start to actually care what I looked like and yeah and then it was more the fact that I was getting more sleep and I was back to my normal self that I could actually enjoy exercise again yeah but now it does it feels like an actual treat and people yeah. think we're mad but that that time I absolutely I love it in a weird way I kind of I don't love the exercise but I like that I'm just focusing on something that's just for me and also especially now in this lockdown period I'm terrified of getting into that zone of like having no energy because like yeah. the, less, the less you do the less you want to do yeah you can't, I just can't be like that around the, I want the kids to see that everything's normal mommy's yeah. still like busy and running around even if it is me doing squats in my pajamas you know yeah. <laughs> whatever it takes <laughs> oh it's I think it's important so I'm the same with my kids I think it's important that they see you know us doing it we're really active and we're an active family as well when we're not in lockdown we're always out out doing stuff and in the park and you know walking and yeah and and you I for the first time I think I've I've really recognized that when people relate fitness to mental health and keeping you positive and keeping your mind active it's been the first time because obviously so many of us can't we're not we can't go out and we can't we can go out for one bit of exercise and it's so important even just going out yeah. and walking yeah changes totally. your mood yeah I had to go out for a walk today actually I don't go out every day because I can do quite a lot at home so I don't do it unless I really feel like I need it yeah. but today I just needed to like see the outside world just for a minute before yeah. I just change of like scenery I'm, yeah I just need to see <laughs> outside of these four walls and then I'll be good <laughs> And there are days where I'm like, oh, God. And then I, I force myself to do that Joe Wicks workout, as yeah. stupid as it is. And it just literally just gets you moving, doesn't it? It just gets you it in a does. different mind frame. Like It's amazing what it does to the kids as well. Because yeah. you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're so young. They're not bogged down with kind of pressures and issues yet. No. And, and it's kind of watching their mood change when they get up and get active. How it changes them is it. It's unbelievable. And, and then what it does to us as well, you know, if I don't do it, or yeah. if I don't do something straight away, it changes my day. Totally. Really like does. if I didn't do something at, at that time, I probably would sit on the couch with my coffee for another hour. Yes. And, then, and then I'd be like, oh God, now I need to get dressed. That's going to be an effort. And it just, it's not, it wouldn't be good. So I've got, I've got to do it. Oh, it's brilliant. Okay, uh, just a few more things before I let yeah, you go, because I could fine. talk to you for ages, <laughs> and you know we'll have to get you back again. Because um, yeah, or we'll just have to have a coffee. Right, yeah, we'll just when we'll get out of lockdown. We'll just meet for a, for an actual chat. Um, but give me one of one of like the highest points so far, probably career wise, because I you know with families, it's it, it, obviously your kids and that yeah, of course, but, yeah, yeah. But, um. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, I feel like there's probably three. So, like, probably the peak of Girls Aloud, like, our biggest tour around that time, like, 
I think we did like five O twos. Wow. And it felt like, wow, this is like, this is great. Like, you know, to be able to sell out five O twos, like, and it was quite far down the line of our career. It just felt yeah. a bit crazy. And touring in general with the girls was amazing. Um, but Strictly was a real, real highlight for me. I mean, oh, you're amazing. You know, you're incredible I, on it. Even not winning, it really still felt like the most amazing experience. Like it really did. And then Shrek as well, just because that sort of started a whole new chapter of my life. And I like turned 30 while I was in the show and it was just like, okay, like really memorable time. So those three like really stick out career-wise for me. Like I'll probably, they'll, they'll be the things that I'm like moaning on to my grandchildren about. <laughs> when I did when I lay, <laughs> oh, I could cha-cha, I tell oh. you. Lovely. I love that. Showing them all the videos. Yeah. Nah, we don't care. Oh, it's lovely. Is there anything you haven't, you haven't done yet that you want to do? Like, in you know, if you could do anything in 10 years, what what would that be? No, I don't really feel like I've got anything that I'm that like driven to achieve, which I think is fine. I'm all right with that. I feel like I've been so lucky. I don't want to push my luck. I'm I'm happy with my lot right now and yeah. the kids are, you know, the kids are still really young. They're going to need more time actually from me as they get older. I've seen like with my sister and her kids as they're getting older, you know, like parenting gets that bit more serious. So yeah. I think, you know, balancing it, if I can manage to balance it and keep everything, everyone happy, I think I'll be, I'll be good with that because it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's the toughest job I've ever had. I mean, it's, I mean, and the best job as well. It's it's incredible. Um, so uh, we've had the highest, what, what's been the lowest part? Mm. Not that it's a hard, you know, tough thing to think about, but has there been a moment where it's been tough or a bit difficult to deal with? Yeah. Um, you're such a level-headed person anyway you're so I am I'm like my mom we're a bit like simple-minded we just kind of like let everything (laughs) just go over our heads my sisters are always like yeah you're definitely the right type of uh nature for this job because you gives you resilience to it it gives you perspective exactly brilliant um but no I think I, I have I think probably when we took our hiatus the first like year after that was probably weird I think I just like stayed in my house and decorated for like a year decorated the whole house top to bottom um it's not you know it's a little bit of a (laughs) from going from the height of girls allowed to being a painter and decorator for a year that was a bit weird yeah but I didn't want to be out there for that first bit of time so I was quite happy to just be busy um yeah and then just like you say just those lows after a show but then they're all you're always waiting for another good thing to come along so I don't know. I I think I I have been really lucky actually. I think I probably just had it quite easy. Well, I don't know. I think that's it. It's a lot down to you and your talent and and who you and, are. Yeah, exactly. And where your life journey takes you, because that's what affects all of it. Really, it's never just the job that you're doing, is it? Or it's always everything else going on around you. And because I've yeah. been with Justin literally for like gosh, seventeen years. I think having him seventeen yeah. years. <laughs> literally wow, I know it's ridiculous but I think when you're in it together for that long he's like he's yeah he's the rock really I think well yeah I I, I get it you know you need that you, you do need, need I think it to sustain this career you need that security yeah. and you need that that 
reassurance and balance and and support because exactly. I think we, we couldn't do no, it. We couldn't exactly. do it. As always, before I let Kim go, I'm going to ask her my final question. If you could look back on your 20-year-old self or a young aspiring performer in this industry, what piece of advice would you give them when things get tough? How do you keep calm and carry on? Um, I think it would just be a wish that I could have had the perspective that I have now at this age that I just didn't have then I just gave myself such a hard time when I look back about everything yeah and cared so much and it's only because you want to be the best and and it's not a bad thing but it's just there's definitely times where I could have just like given myself a bit of a break and it's funny like different people that you meet in this job that are more like that I think I always take that from people I'm like gosh if they can be like that maybe I can be a bit more relaxed um, but I think that is something that comes with age. Um, yes, yeah, experience. So it is hard to to tell somebody, isn't it? Like, yeah. but I wish, yeah, I wish that I could have told myself to just, yeah, chill out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you've been uh, amazing. Thank you so much for uh, being on here and sharing me. your stories. It's a joy and I adore you. Oh, and uh, you too. All the best with uh, Sleepless and I Thank will you. come and see yeah, you. Yeah, if and, it um, eventually get out of this lockdown I'll see you we there we will yeah, yeah thanks will. so much thank you thank you so much for listening to my podcast today I hope you've got something from this that stays with you or helps you on your journey please don't forget to subscribe and maybe even leave us a five-star review on the Apple podcast store